0: Hey what's up everybody? I am here for the uh, Wednesday evening Facebook live 7 pm. on Wednesdays. Uh, if you have questions, I've got two questions ahead of time here that I'm gonna answer uh, and I've tagged you guys Reginald and Dustin. If anybody sees this while I'm answering and wants to ask a question, I will answer here live if they if you see this later and have a question, just uh, comment. Below it, and I'm happy to answer uh, on the next one. All right, so I've got two that I'm going to kick off with. Let's see here. So first off, I'm going to try to try to keep timing myself for the one minute and stay under on my answers if I can. All right, let's see. Dustin says, "What's a realistic time frame for losing 40 to 50 pounds?" Okay, that's a good one. Um, man. Okay, 40, 50 pounds, I would say if everything is optimized, meaning you're, you remain consistently almost, almost daily in a calori- moderate caloric deficit, not very mild, um, not crazy aggressive, somewhere moderate, um, and I'll, I can go into more detail on that later if you'd like, um, but if you stay in that consistently pretty much daily, I would estimate somewhere between like five to six months. Um, you know, that's that's allowing for a few stalls, it's allowing for a little bit of water weight, um up front, things like that. Uh but honestly that's probably about the way you want to go. Like that's an average of about one point five pounds per week of weight loss which is about where most people end up you know some weeks might be you know the first week or two might be three pounds Uh, some weeks might be one pound if you're lifting weights um, or doing any kind of significant resistance training sometimes you'll you'll Hit a, a little bit of a plateau with the weight loss, even if you haven't hit a plateau with fat loss. So keep in mind those are not the same thing. That's a minute. I'm gonna keep going though. Um, keep in mind fat loss and weight loss are not the same thing. You know what I mean? I, the what I like to tell people is the the scale is a good measurement of progress for a long term trend, but it is not the best week to week, and certainly not the best day to day because so many things make it fluctuate. Right? What I would recommend as the more frequent indicators of progress are pictures um you know the mirror helps but it's kind of subtle you know um but taking photos of yourself um you know shirtless or just underwear or whatever um naked if you're not sharing them with anybody you know what i mean like you want to have these pictures um so that you can see yourself side by side because there i cannot tell you how many times i've i've been working with somebody and they felt like there was no change and then i've had them look at their progress pictures from where they started to now and they're like oh okay you know what i mean those pictures they don't lie you know comments from people that you haven't seen in a while those the, how your clothes fit if you're having to go down a belt loop if you're um you know your shirt is laying a little flatter on your stomach those are the things to pay more attention to on a regular basis and let the scale be an overall trend but yeah man i would say um five to six six months if you're consistent, and, you know, push it out a little if you're not. If you've got vacation in there somewhere, um, you know, uh, a a couple of weeks, a month, or whatever, if you've got that stuff in there, um, then just know, okay, it might take me seven months, you know, so just keep keep that in mind. Good. um, You got this. Let me know how it goes. All right, so Reginald says, how do you fix uneven lats and traps? Okay, good one, man. Let's see. Um, So, um alright one minute see if I can do this alright so if you have uneven anything it's a muscle imbalance um they're common pretty much everybody has them to some degree it's just um some are more extreme than others uh if, if you have a muscle imbalance in anything, lats and traps, whatever, uh, it's a result of one of two things or both working together. Either genetics, um, just that's how your muscles are inserted. Some muscles are larger than others, things like that. Um, so it's genetics or it's just you, you're training in a way that is causing one side to grow more than the other. So an example of this would be something like a... Like a um, it would be something like let 's say that if you video your yourself doing rows bent over barbell rows, for instance, um, you you observe like if you if you if you film from the front, you observe that maybe your left side is moving just a little just just a hair a half inch or something above your right side. that usually means okay that side 's a little stronger it 's taking up a little of the slack, so you might even want to drop weight a bit to slow that down and get them tracking together uh, another example would be that if you do you know if you deadlift and you use the alternate grip to keep the bar from rolling out of your hand so you know one hand is over one hand is under if you're doing that um and, and you don't switch it each time you just go which way whichever one feels most comfortable and you're always right hand over left hand under kind of thing over time you know that will build up a muscle imbalance so it, really there's only two th- if if it's if it's that if it's your training if, if it, I just said those things and it made you start thinking oh there are some things like that stop doing that or switch it up you know what I mean if you do the switch grip switch it every time um, if you you know it might be uncomfortable at first but but you have, might have to do it if you notice that one video your lifts if you notice that one side is is going to even just a little uh, faster than the other side make sure to, to to try to compensate for that and if you can't do that at the weight you're at drop it down and then if it's if you if you can't really come up with anything like that it's probably genetics and one of the only things i mean unfortunately you're never gonna 100 percent mitigate that the best you can do is to try to kind of like add some reps to that side you know what i mean so let's say your right bicep is a little bigger than your left bicep despite you feeling that you train them both the same um you know maybe throw if you do 10 reps um, uh, of alternating bicep curls on your, your arm day, for instance, do, um, if your right arm is the bigger one, do 12 reps, uh, on the left arm where you only do 10 reps on the right one, something along those lines, and you can kind of fix it a little bit. You'll probably never be totally, totally there, but you can fix it. And some of those are easier to do than other. My, my most obvious imbalance is my right, my left quad is, larger than my right quad and so it's a little harder to do than just a bicep curl because i'm gonna have to get into like some you know single leg lunges and pistol squats and stuff like that so i just don't really care enough <laughs> to to do it like uh it's not affecting me functionally so yeah man that's how i'd answer that genetics um training or both and that those are the way i would suggest fixing them i completely blew the one minute mark on both of these questions so sorry guys all right rich what's up dude Anybody else have, uh, let's see, any questions? I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. But if you see this later, comment, and I am more than happy to answer it on the next one. Um, All right, everybody have an awesome Wednesday night.